Hello and welcome to the Swing Smarter Newsletter Monthly. Today I am interviewing one of my favorite strength conditioning guys, the big sprint guy, uh, David Weck of WeckMethod.com. He's big uh, into spinal engine and a springy fascia. So welcome, welcome to the show, I guess we can call it, David. Thank you, Joey. I'm very excited to be here speaking to your audience. <laughs> and I love watching your Instagram videos and at one point when you're on, on Facebook and things like that and just the energy that comes out of you. You're like a ball of energy. I refer to you in a good way as one of, one of the, my favorite mad scientists. So what I have, the first question I have for my mad scientist is what is the, the number one biggest mistake that coaches and you can either go into the strength conditioning side or you can go into the sprint side or even the baseball side because I know you have a good relationship with Marlon Bird uh, that coaches make when they're either training hitters or they uh, training hitters in the weight room or training hitters on the field. Okay, so the number one problem, and this is a global problem, and it really ignited in 2007, is a misunderstanding of the biomechanics of locomotion itself, upright bipedal gait, locomotion, walking and running. So what, is, what has happened is you have a power structure in the industry who holds all the cards in terms of accreditation, certification, all this stuff, and they are the ones who created a narrative that you need, quote, core stability defined as your spine has to be braced neutral and maintain a stiffness in this neutral to, to, to transmit the power from the hips. So the argument that they're saying is that the core can't side bend and you have to, and they train it for anti-rotation. And this if you know anything about martial science, you know that that's a fatal flaw. You have to face the force. You have to funnel everything to vertical. And our movement, the vertebral, if you have a spine, which we do, we come from originally creatures that were in water where the buoyancy meant that it's just side bending. So the spine and the vertebrae literally started out its life on this planet as frontal plane flexion, wiggle around to get in an aqueous fluid from here to there, so you cannot be eaten and you can eat is basically the strategy that the animals have to do. And when you come out of the water, now you got to prop yourself up. And the amphibians and reptiles, they lay down on their belly, very, very efficient. They can, my paleo diet, lay on a rock for a month, wait for a cricket to go by, get it, and then just let the sun do the work. The mammalian strategy was to potentiate with vertical potential, so you prop yourself up, and now you got the drop. The mongoose is going to beat the snake. It's the mammalian strategy is is using the limbs to 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 create that that gravitational drop, and that causes warm bloodedness and such. Now, what we did is we figured out how to stand up and truly differentiate the feet from the hands. So the hands can do everything else, and all the feet got to do is support you, get you there to where you want to go. And the key to it is that. It still roots back to side bending. And to have strength and conditioning coaches, the, and, and I'm talking good people who are smart, who've been misinformed and lied to by a very small few at the top, the whole charade, the house of cards, is crumbling now. And you've seen a rash of non-contact injuries. You've seen you know, pitchers tearing their lats. 
What the? Right. Like, I couldn't even imagine that. And all this minutia that we're trying to fix the little joint problems because they, the core of their very fundamentals is incorrect. And so if you're telling baseball players, don't side bend, Jesus Christ, run away from that coach. Get as far away as you can because they're hurting your performance, for performance, and they're hurting your body. And it's serious. These are, these are very high stakes in misinformation because there is needless dis-ease when your body's not in balance. And the great thing about the body, Joey, is it doesn't lie. We can see what you teach. So if you're instructing somebody wrong, there's a new accountability. There's a new sheriff in town, and it's called the God's Honest Truth. And the number one training modality to organize the body to be in control of the spiral dynamic. Your DNA is a double helix spiral. Your muscle proteins, the actin and myosin filaments, are spirally contracting and lengthening. Okay? It's a spiral dynamic in the body. You have to be congruent, congruent with that, and it's a rope, a simple rope that when you don't jump through it, you can jump through, but I'm saying is learn four patterns where you don't jump, and you get up, down, all around, continuity, balance, and spiral dynamic that's integrating figure eights. That object in motion wants to stay in motion, and the figure eight stays in motion. Like, if you, you, everybody got to do a little dance in the batter's box. You got to have something, because if you stand in there still, and you got to go from still, well, you got nothing. You're behind. You have to have a little bit of that, that activity going on, and it's all spiral figure eights. And if you want to throw a baseball better, learn the figure eights through your non-dominant side. So now, when you can interpret the cues, if you're swinging a baseball bat, you need to you need to use your body weight, and there's always going to be a coil to do it. So it's it, it's so exciting to me because. What we have is we have this false reality, and it's in an industry, it's not politics, where they can keep lying and, and not tell the truth. This is physical. We can see the truth. People can feel the truth. And so you have a revolution where it's going to be laying waste to the evils of dysfunction and misinformation. And you're going to see hundreds of thousands of misinformed trainers suddenly like light bulbs going off in their head and they're going to be like, I cannot believe that we were misled to this extent. I cannot believe that the injustice, the injustice, oh, this is glorious. We are taking under the, oh. Human beings have to be smart to be strong. And it's an intelligence that's not found in a book. It's the intelligence that God gave the animal kingdom. It's that animalistic ease and the fluidity. And what we've done is we've neutered the athletic world. You have non-contact injury. Again, pitchers carrying their lats. That is a shameful disgrace for the coaches who are perpetrating the fraud. And, David, and David, I, I totally agree. And, and the, the lat thing, we've seen a lot more. Uh, can you explain, is there, what you've seen, is there a correlation, causation, relationship between no side bend and lower back issues? Oh, of course, because, listen, here's what it is. You're, the truth of movement is to really move with the athletic freedom. Your center of mass can't be trapped inside of your base of support. So if you think of a four-legged animal, it, it, there is almost never a time where all of its body weight is inside of the footprint. 
because if it's inside of the footprint, you have a grind. But if it's outside, you have this leverage and these cantilevers and the bony tensegrity that floats in the fascial matrix. And so you literally turn your body into a bow, like the bow, an arrow, the bow, but the bowstring are three-dimensionally wrapped guy wires. They're the tendons and the muscles and the ligaments and the fascia that encases these bones, and it's the bones and the resilience of the bones and that long bone transmission to the ground that's beautiful and efficient. And when you confuse a nervous system by introducing an aberrant tension where you're out of balance, meaning you can't funnel the force to the floor, you're uprootable. The number one worst exercise fitness has ever taught anyone because the because it's insidious. They approach it with, oh, you know, this is this is state-of-the-art peer-reviewed. You need to brace your core neutral and resist the twist because the core doesn't generate power. And they get away with it. It's unbelievable. These, oh, my God, they get away with it. But not anymore, you see. We, we finally reached a critical mass where people are saying, wait a minute. How are you carrying your lat? If you're training yourself to be all like tensed up with a tension that has absolutely no productive value, it's pure protection and it's completely pathetic because you're uprootable because you're not addressing a force. You're, 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 you're serving some misperception from some scientists who has a fascination with weightlifting and he equates everything with a barbell because the male ego is so <laughs> Fucking stubborn. Sorry for swearing. <laughs> this is this, these are the roots, and it's a, and it's evil. It is evil. They're not. They don't mean to be evil, but tearing your lat or having those you know shoulder issues, elbow issues, all those issues because you're not clean in your movement because some trainer got in the fucking way. That has got to stop. It has got to stop. I agree. So, and it is, and it will, and it will. You watch. This is now. It's it falls down to financial. Right, you're not going to be able to make money misinforming people anymore because the truth is now known, and it's just playing out. It's just playing out. And like I said, this is the God's honest reality that nobody can nobody can prevent it. Nobody can stop it because it's the God's honest reality. We can measure you at the clock, and you have a subjective experience where it's like, oh my God, the sense of freedom. You can throw so much harder and longer when you resolve the spiral. It's right. long and strong. If there's slack in the system, which there always is if you're trying to brace neutral, you can't funnel it to the floor. It leads to injuries. It leads to subpar performance. And thank God this reign of tyranny <laughs> is coming to an end. <laughs> and one other uh, reign of tyranny and this is where we have uh, some common <clears throat> common folk that we were good friends with down, down there in San Diego talking about sprinting and talking about the idea that we've been taught, we've been told to hit the lip arm action. And you, and you mentioned the, their jump rope for really good for that side bending and working the side bend, but the pulsers that you've come up with and the idea that it's not a hip to lip motion, it's actually a pulse where you're almost like you're trying to, where it's almost like you're trying to punch the ground with uh, the bottom of your fist. Uh, talk a little bit more about that and how that makes you a lot, lot faster, athletes a lot faster than they would normally have been. Okay, so 
even a modest athlete who's not even very athletic, if you tell them to jog slowly, what you will see is you'll see their head go side to side as it lands over the foot that's going to be corresponding to the next step. And it, their hands are going to look like two little snare drums. They're going to look like they're hitting little snare drums. There's a little pulse that goes down that creates a connective tissue recoil jolt that enhances the force you're delivering to the ground with productive force that bounces you off the ground for free. And as soon as you turn up the stakes and tell that person to go fast, now they go into this con preconceived notion of what running is supposed to be where they think you're supposed to swing the arms one up, one down. It's not true. If you're, it's load explodes. So if your foot hasn't even hit the ground yet and the arm on that side of the body is, in, is swinging up, You've foregone the opportunity to add that upper quarter, the mass of which to create that springy connective tissue recoil. And so you punch down to win the fight with the ground. And when you look at the videos in slow motion of people like Deion Sanders, Randy Moss, Bob Hayes, Christian Coleman, Elliot Kipchoge, on and on, Michael Jordan, blah, 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 they all do it. They have a double-down pulsing action because their bodies are smart. And what the pulsers do, they're just little hand weights with a shifting weight with a perfect, with a perfect timing and properties that when you hit down with that, the investment cost of holding them is less than the return they deliver in terms of the added mass where we're multiplying and magnifying that momentum, concentrating it into that moment to deliver more force to the ground, to, beep, to get you off the ground faster, what feels like, for free. And, it's, it's, it, and this is somewhere they're patented because this has never been done before where you can clock faster with the weight. And the shifting of the weight means that the, the inertia is, is gone. When the weight is in between the top and the bottom as your arms come down, you stop it. That thing didn't weigh anything for that split second because the weight's shifting. It was pressed up at the top. You're going down fast. So now you have those thousands of a second or whatever the inner, it's very, very small units of time that make all the difference. And you think about the coordination to do anything. It has, there's a, what is the measure? Is it tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of thousands of seconds? Who knows, right? It has to be integrated. We can feel it, and you're rewarded for doing it well. And now with these pulsers, everybody gets to be good at it, and everybody gets to be faster at it, because now you're training the very mechanism that you need to do, so that when you take them out of your hands, you're faster. But the fact that you're the fastest with them because of the added mass without the inertia, that is the better than too good to be true story that makes it a ubiquitous thing. It's the Fosbury flop, but it relates to running. It's not an obscure event in track and field that very few people do. It's what we all do. <laughs> all the athletes. Oh, yeah, baby. And, and, and it's a post. And what What's was that? what was most the case study that I saw, and I can't remember the Olympic uh, sprinter that I think, I don't know if he was retired or what, I think he, he joked that he was going to come out of retirement, but you had him on film, you had him run without the pulsers, without using the pulsers, I think, at first, and then you had, which was your control, and then you had him run with the pulsers, and you tracked him frame by frame. And it was, it was so crazy to see with the pulsers, with what are they, four, four ounces? Those, those were eight. That, that was Marcus Santee, who's there a world go. champion. He's, 
When I met him, he was 44 years old, and he ran a 4740, and he was, you know, he's the 200-meter Masters track champion. But when, but with one year working with me, he brought his 47 at 44 down to a 45 at 45 years old, and he won the gold medal in the 200-meter indoor sprint at the national track level. And he's just one person. I've done this with, I, I film everybody that I work with closely, and we get the same result every time. And the thing is that the most disingenuous thing that the trainers out there can ask, because they're terrified, because they're now starting to reel that pit of your stomach where if you've been on the side of wrong and you've been all vehement about it, well, you, you, you are, you're incented to not want to let go of it, right? You, right. You're, you become willfully ignorant because they've, they've betrayed you. You've been defending dysfunction. And so now, oh, no, that's, of course you wouldn't do that. And now they look like an ass. <laughs> and now the pressure going to come right back on them. And they got no choice because faster is faster. The Fosbury flop, when they did that in the high jump in 1968, that's when Dick Fosbury debuted at the Olympics to win the gold medal. He wasn't the best athlete, but he won the gold medal. Four years later in 1972, they were back doing the Western role because the best athlete didn't have a coach with an open mind. So he sacrificed I don't know, six, eight inches or whatever he could have done. Four years, I'll teach you to speak Chinese, for crying out loud. I'll teach you a goddamn Fosbury swap. And the great thing about the Pulsers is right out the box, we have a, we have a, a, a speed coach who I just met. He, he's a, a former soccer player, and he's in the soccer, Major League Soccer Hall of Fame. He's here in San Diego. One of our, one of our trainers told one of his clients, said, hey, tell your coach about the Pulsers. Didn't know me, didn't know anything. He sees the pulsers, he buys them out of the box. He runs with them. He's like, oh, my God, these are faster. <laughs> and so he starts doing it. His, his athlete runs a 40-yard dash, four reps, two of them with, two of them without. So he ran it without, he ran it with, he ran it without, he ran it with. And both of the fastest times were with, and he described that it was easier. He felt faster too. So, you know, and it's really good that when feeling faster equals faster. That's a positive feedback loop that you can continue. And so you fundamentally transform the gait pattern. And we're going, and this, this, is this is metaphorical for the state of affairs of humanity right now where we don't have the black and white God's honest reality right there before us to see it. Because people can say things, and if it's theoretical, you'll always have disagreement. The two camps will entrench, and no amount of reason will ever bridge it. But physically, oh, yeah, baby, we got the truth. And now... Now we can hold these people accountable. They can stop harming your kids with their little kid factories. It's a money game. They've been corrupted. The male ego, there's nothing so, there's nothing so, there's nothing so pathetic and wonderful as the male ego. Right. See, and, and it's wonderful that you have people that are willing to burn in flames rather than change their friggin' mind. That's a good thing because there's a tenacity. But on something like this, the freedom comes from acceptance. Acceptance that the seminar and the certifications that you've been going to, that's yesterday. That's in the meantime when they were wrong. And, if, and now the pressure's on. And again, it's financial. The best way to the best way to make someone cry uncle is bring them to their knees financially. 
And so now if the foundation of your core training, if you add one rep of one set of one exercise that has anything to do with brace your core neutral anti-rotation, you're doing it out of ignorance and you're harming not just opportunity cost, but you're discoordinating that human being for a fight-flight response that's God's honest effective. And again, we're talking about hundreds and thousands of a second here. The timing is something that you can't think your way through. You have to experience it. And again, there's a truth test. It's called a simple rope. If you know four patterns with the rope that don't involve jumping through, then you know all there is to know in the fundamental framework of supination and pronation, dominant, non-dominant, up, down, all around. You can organize and integrate your entire body so that where and when is known. And it's a dynamic, alternating, bilateral pattern that you can fill in for the rest of your life. You can fill it in, and it don't get you tired. It don't waste you. You can ramp up and organize yourself so that your right hemisphere, motor sensory, your left hemisphere, motor sensory is firing together on all cylinders, and that has a way of taking that prefrontal cortex and fortifying it with the truth. So now you get confidence, and there's nothing sexier than confidence. You give me a confident athlete with guts who's never going to quit, who's on the right platform, and he's going to beat an athlete who's, who, who would otherwise be better genetically. And that is what it's about. The <laughs> underdog having a chance with better information. And now we're going to add this to the mix. You're going to see it level up. Everyone's going to get better. And it's going to form a foundation for reason and trust. You see, how can you trust someone when they're obstinate and they don't know what they're talking about, but they insist they do? The conversation's over. The conversation, and baseball, there's no sport worse than baseball in terms of the old boy network of all the things that, you know, chop down on the ball, son. You want to hit, you know, you want to hit line drives, you got to swing down. It's like, Jesus Christ. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I told my son, I was like, son, this is what you do. You tell the coach, yes, coach, and then you don't listen. And you listen to Marlon. Because when you hit home runs, then he, everybody's happy. Right, right. Don't let, don't let the coach sabotage you. And that, and in strength and conditioning, where that coach, it, the coaches in strength and conditioning, the comeuppance now for hundreds of thousands, because you literally have an entire industry or a niche within the industry. It's a cabal, a functional training cabal that's misinformed everyone. And the damage done can be counted in how many injuries and missed opportunity and just not having as much fun. It's a horrible thing that we're righting the wrongs. And I'm, you know, smearing it on right now, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, because, well, because I'm the seventh in your And I love it. I love the energy. I love the fight because that's where I'm at, too. Uh, now, one thing coaches always ask is where where can I get more information? Is there a certification? Is there training? And if they go on to wetmethod.com. Uh, yeah, wetmethod.com. Wet what we have is, what it is is, what, I am an American success story. I invented something that has so much inherent value in it. I patented it, and that gives me a, a, a passive income that allowed me to pursue the truth at all costs. I lost my mind. I went to esoteric places to discover what I'll call the mathematics of movement the physics of it, and the God's honest reality that faster is faster, and if you want to disagree with that, go right ahead, because you ain't going to make money no more, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> 
So talk a little bit about the ropes, the training course. So if a coach wants to say, well, where do I start? In, yeah, ropes, ropes, ropes is, ropes is going to lay down a foundation that makes you programmable with whatever it is you know the non-dominant side and you have a framework where you can inform every every instant of it is integrated and balanced with the up, down, and all around. And gravity itself gives us both where, straight down to the center of Earth, and when, 9.8 meters per second squared. That's the acceleration at sea level. So that is both in one, the dynamics of where and when, and in athletics, it's now. It's now. You need to be ready now. There is no time to set up. That was the moment passed. So there's no time for thinking. The ropes lay in this muscle memory that now just your release on the ball or your, you know, the follow through on your swing, you're going to be able to find a truer path, meaning there is no deceleration. You have these coaches who teach swinging, especially in golf, where they teach you how to decelerate. We're going to train your decelerators. It's like you guys don't have the fucking clue and so you start you you're, you're you're messing with people and you're, you're you're hurting them by teaching them something that we don't do you accelerate and the spiral dynamic that's what winds it out at no cost at no point were you trying to slow down the club head or the baseball bat the only time you're trying to slow it down is that the pitcher fools you I mean come on now you know what I mean I love it, man. I, I, I love everything that you're doing. I And, you know, at times where you see some of the, these flacks online, the hitting ones, <clears throat> and they're, you've gotten into, a, into it with one in particular. I, wanna, I don't want to mention his name, but, uh, you know, when I see a guy like you and what you're doing and, you know, the, the, always the thing out there is they say, well, you're just trying to make money. And, and Mr. David Weck, like you just said, with Bosu Ball, did really, really well with that. And you're, it's not really, it's and it, people listening to you right now, it's not a money game for you, although money is a part of it, but it's, they can hear the passion in your voice. They can hear the, the mission, the purpose, the, uh, the inspiration that you have to change the way sprinting is done, the way hitting, throwing, everything is done, functional movement is done. And so when I see you getting into it with some of these guys and, and they just absolutely put the wall up against you, I'm like, man, it just, it, it, it just shows how much of a con man and a con men that they are. When well, and, and, and in some cases, they've conned themselves. That's yeah. the male ego, where they don't even see it for themselves. They haven't had the benefit of losing their mind and, and, and finding a humility where it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to meet my maker. Am I prepared to do that? <laughs> <laughs> and money, money, you see, the problem with money is money is supposed to represent value. That's what it's supposed to be. It's, it, and, and in that sense, it's a beautiful thing because it, it's, it's liquid and it's fluid and it allows you to share and trade value without restriction when you have money. But if it's about the transaction and not about the value or in a, a false value where you're on an incorrect, I mean, it, this is not done consciously. It's a system. It's a systemic cancer that has poisoned you know, the, the, the capitalism is the best of the worst. There's an incentive to tell everybody that your stuff is the best and to defend it because it's the marketplace. 
So you go out to the marketplace and you tell them how great you are and da-da-da. And what these functional training guys did was they're good at the game. They're good at the game of the transaction and winning like, you know, cornering people into these arguments where it's like, well, we have a scientist here and he has a million-dollar laboratory and he did research and it's peer-reviewed, so where's yours? We're not going to listen to you because we have peer-reviewed science, right? Mm -hmm. doesn't matter that it's a complete false reality. The guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about <laughs> when it comes to function. He, great, you can tell me about the spine and weightlifting. Fantastic. You don't know the first thing about athletics when you say that the core has to be braced, neutral, super stiff so that you can use the muscles. It's, it's so asinine that it's disgusting. <laughs> and these people, these people are going to find great shame, and that's going to you know, cause them to, 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 to make up for it even more so. And at the end of the day, I'm welcoming anybody, but you got to be true. And if you're going to be a liar or willfully ignorant and just insist that you're right, well, then you'll go out of business whilst the rest of us are helping humanity function better. And I get just so passionate and impatient because that's the problem is that power structures that are corrupt, they have no incentive to change. They right. just want to keep it the same. They want to keep it the same. And it, it turns them into people who are willing to stop growing, stop learning, and to adamantly insist, you know, and they hate me. There's hundreds of thousands of these guys who don't like me because of their conception, their misperception of a BOSU ball. They think I'm a guy with a gadget who's just out to make money when I'm, I'm, I'm a warrior for the truth. I want every step stronger for everyone, and I'm willing to do whatever it takes, and they can't stop me. And I am helping them, and that's my ultimate defeat is that I make the person who hates my ideas and says that I'm wrong, I make them bend their knee by changing their ways. They will adopt the methods that work best, just like the Western Roll High Jumper coach. He had to learn to teach Fosbury, or he had to exit the game. And now I'm putting the pressure on these guys, and I'm making them change, or they will exit the game because there's no more marketplace for dysfunctional training. I agree, man, and that time is coming. I, I see it. I couldn't see it. Couldn't see that light about five, six years ago, but now I'm starting to see it because the guy's like... Oh, the light is here. The light is here, and it's going to be a glorious, a glorious <laughs> death to dysfunction. <laughs> and we're going to empower human beings to be strong and response-able for themselves. I say it's enlightenment. When you know how to carry water, carry sticks, your flesh and blood and your bones with animalistic ease so that you live a pain-free pain-free. You're, you're not inadvertently hurting yourself every single rep you, every step you take because you brace your core like, oh, it just, it's, it's, it's disgusting because, you know, in a, like, if you look at the way they train a racehorse or train dogs or something where they're betting a lot of money on it and it's, they would never do something like that, no. ever. But it's with silly humans is where these people have justified themselves a position and they got to get right with it now. Or, they exit the business and and it's just and I have had a change of heart in terms of like I used to I I, I wanted to hurt them now I don't <laughs> I want to help them right. I want to help them. Right. I want to help them and helping them by crushing their ego that is the thing that's holding them back it's just putting pressure on the little test I calls they got right you see, I'm holding the test I calls I'm saying here's the truth come and get it and if you ain't willing to do the truth 
Well, then you ain't got the balls. <laughs> I love it. I love I love everything that you're doing, brother. Uh, and to be respectful re respectful of your time, where else can people find you on social media if they want to reach out? Uh, well, the David Weck on Instagram. But what you see, I have some leeway because I trade in the truth, right? I my business is the truth, and I have enough of a sustainable business as the team I've assembled is doing such an amazing job at presenting my work without all of this craziness and all this stuff. But me, I'm out on edge or out on point with the relentless pursuit of better and the latest unfolding is, is revealing new instruction that's even faster and even simpler. And we're just going to keep folding that into WEC method. But there are certain things that I teach that I have branded because I've invented them and that are rites of passage. The ropes and those four patterns, the underhand, overhand, drag and roll and sneak, those are the four fundamental patterns that are a rite of passage for a human being and it excludes no one. You don't have to jump through it. So you're not right. beating yourself up. You don't have to leave the ground. And you learn how to rotate. You get that non-dominant side and it's a flow and it's infinite amounts and you go at your own pace and you're guaranteed to get there because the rope is true. If, if you can do the move, well, then your body is moving correctly. Right. So it's a, it's a tautological thing where all you have to do is enough repetition where that, where that engram is now inside you. Okay, great. Your body knows. You've, you've passed the test. Now, now, now you can interpret new things and you can make translations and you can now understand stand under with truth and be strong for real. That's the big one. That's the big one. And that's what we try and get these coaches to understand, the coaches that are open-minded that are that are following what we're doing. So, hey, David, man, I, I really appreciate everything that you're doing. I'm always following you. And I would encourage people to follow on Instagram because he's got some great stuff. And that's really where the cutting edge is on all these. You see the products have, it's kind of a lag time when, these, when, when David creates another product. <clears throat> because you're seeing a lot of the, the brand new up-to-date stuff on his Instagram when he's talking through in some of those videos, and he's also fun to watch. Very inspiring, very ball of energy, as, as most of you have, uh, have experienced on this call. So, David, hey, I appreciate it again, everything that you're doing, and uh, I'm sure we'll do another call in the future, but want to be respectful of your time. Thank you again for, for sticking with me in, in the interview. Hey, thank you so much. This is an opportunity to spread God's honest truth for humanity, and I see it as, look, we have, there's a, the Jonas Salk who cured polio with the vaccine for polio. He had a dream where in the dream he was the virus and he recognized the vulnerability of the virus in his dream, and that led to something that he was able to test in the laboratory the next day, and it worked. I work in the same way. I use my imagination, and then I test it. And when it works, it works. And then it works with another, it works. And so what we have is we have a wonderful revolution going on that's the God's honest truth. And it's going to be able to hold everyone in our fitness and sports training industry accountable. It will be a beacon of just is truth and it's health care. It's physical education is the fundamental education that supports everything else we do. Your body and your brain has to be integrated so that you can exist with confidence and not be apprehensive and not be and not be all like glitchy and uh, 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 and stress and like you know hurting yourself that's not natural right 
Yeah, thanks, man. All right, brother. You're, you're, you're the man, man. I appreciate everything. So we'll, I'll get all this stuff over to you. You can do with it what you want. And uh, hey, I'm gonna just promote. I just, I want people to hear the message. Yeah. I want, I want, I want people to hear the message because even if it shatters their reality because they've been trapped in the matrix of bullshit, you know, they're all oh, functional training summit. Yeah, we're gonna do a tall kneeling brace your core chop. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are we doing here? It's so absurd. It's this is oh my god. <laughs> I love it, dude. Keep up the good work, man, and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. You guys got to be getting some good weather. We, I know we are here in Central Cali, too. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Joey. All right, brother. All right. All right. Bye.